funny how. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadalina. This is Dingo Talk. My guest is Coach Klein from the volleyball team here at Bethany College. Pretty successful program that we're now going to talk about. And I think we start the journey at, uh, in February of 2007 with an interview. Yeah, I believe it was February of 2007. Um, I um, put my application in for um, the Bethany job opening. And um, I had actually been down at Bethany the previous fall because we played here. Yeah. Um, and it was the first time I'd ever been to the campus actually. And I actually thought it was amazing and I really fell in love with it when I came. So when I saw the position, I immediately applied for it. Um, it was interesting because um, I actually had applied for uh, the teal job a few <laughs> months before um, and uh, ended up not getting it and which I'm sure is not any added fuel when teal comes to no, Bethany. No, nothing at all. Back, back a long time ago. But it was just ironic because I always think how glad I am that that didn't come to pass and that this did. But um, yeah, it was it was interesting um, because I applied for the job. I got an interview um, here within a couple weeks, and the interview went really well. Um, it was really laid back and kind of just low key. It felt really comfortable. Um, met um, Coach Forsty and um, Cause was the AD at that point in time. I met Brian Rose, um, some other um, you know, familiar names, I'm sure, but. Uh, and then I didn't hear anything um, for the longest time uh, from You and them. Debbie Soley became very... Yes, uh, <laughs> I called um, Debbie Soley um, probably once or twice a month until um, the month of May, early June. And um, I actually remember getting a phone call um, in, I believe it was at, like mid-June. Um, that uh, I ended up getting the job. For fall. For fall, <laughs> yes. Coming. And I, I remember um, I remember the moment that they called and I was just absolutely elated. It was the suspense for the five months, I think, made it even well, yeah, of course, more they... so. But I really felt like it was my first like really big opportunity. And um, whenever uh, I... At that time, I actually lived um, in New Stanton, Pennsylvania. Um, when I started, too, it was actually a part-time coaching job. It okay. was not a full-time coaching job, and it was um, the same pay as, like, a GA salary. So oh. um, I was obviously a little worried about that, you know, but I decided to commute um, from New Stanton. Um, down, since it was, so down 70. Yes, and so it was, like, an hour and a half or so. So that was a little bit rough. Um but I said I was going to work hard and I was going to put my time in and um, I had to do like a couple other little jobs on the side to be able to um, you know, make enough. But i um, very glad I did. Um, after that, I actually was offered a full time position as a, an enrollment counselor for about three to four months. Um, I, a faculty member in phys ed was retiring and they brought me on as, um, I think it was Sven actually that called me and brought me on as an enrollment counselor to bridge the gap to when the faculty um, um, staff position opened in the phys ed department so I could start as full time. And it was that following year okay. that, I, that I 
became on a full-time. And the enrollment counselor, again, helps you here in a small college because yeah. you're you're not only recruiting for volleyball at that point, you're recruiting for the college. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I, I learned a lot from it. I mean, I actually, it was it was a perfect amount of time for me to be an enrollment <laughs> counselor. About well, three, three to four months, it, it was perfect. Um, but I learned a lot about the college that way. So, and then um, shortly after that, I started teaching um, in the sport management department. So we're, I, I believe you finished year three. 13 this um, past season was yes so this will be going into year 14. Is that right? 14 or 13 i don't know one of the, I, <laughs> think, I think the website says that you were entering 13 for 2019. It's bad that i don't even know that uh, but i'll have to look it up uh over that time there was what four straight ecac titles there's, there's the infamous clipboard throwing yes uh for the, for the first PA's, no, second, the second, second PAC yes. title. Yes. Oh no, the first one is the, the drop to the knees yes, and just, one. yes. I can't, I can't explain <laughs> that, that one. I really can't. <laughs> um, countless all PAC, I mean, PAC rookies of the year, PAC yes. players of the year, All first team all conference, second team all conference, the all academic, I think there's 70 all academics through your, through your time there that's, yes. that, it's the other side of being at a D3 school, at any school, but at a D3 school more or less, the student-athlete emphasis apparently for your program is very strong because mm -hmm. that's a consistent thing for the volleyball program. Um, let's talk about those first couple years. The first, let's go first four. Okay. Um, and what the program was like and then where the change to, I don't know, the PAC kind of yeah. the scary dream that every other team in the conference has. It was um, it the first couple of years were just really a growing experience, um, and, and I'm not just talking about the program. Just for myself, um, there was a lot of humbling. Um, there was um, realization of what it really takes to win a championship. You know, you would go go into I would go into the years, and the, the kids would too, like. We have so much talent. Like this is the this has this, to be is, this has to be the year. I mean, I I can remember a couple kids even my first year, like my first recruiting class, like kids that were already here, mm -hmm. say like, coach, like we're gonna win pack this year, and you know it starts it's, to get eh, yeah, and then you learn, okay. and and then you learn, and you get close, and you think you have all the talent, and you think you have all the pieces, and then the season happens. Um, and it's, it is so much more. That's the number one thing that I have learned is it is so much more than talent. There's so much more that goes into it. Um, someone once said to me that you can't win with freshmen. And I firmly believe that you need to win with juniors and seniors because nothing, nothing can replace the experience. The experience. No, nothing. Um, the being able to handle pressure, uh, being able to, and that's that's wild because again we pointed out there's there's at least four from what I know from recent years of freshman of the year. Yes, and it's still a belief even to this day. Absolutely, you need that ex those upperclassmen. You, ha you have to. A lot of the times, I love all my freshmen of the year. They've all been wonderful and they have all helped. Um, absolutely and played a big role but a lot of the time it's those upperclassmen driving them and giving them the confidence and giving them the, the encouragement um, 
but also being there when they if, if they maybe get up here yes. and think that it's them above the team there's yes. that upperclassman that can they and they do they they do and i think that that is another thing that i've learned is um you we have to find a way to have that culture of team teamwork above everything else mm -hmm. um and i've had teams like i'm going to be honest our 2016 team that won packs we were unbelievably talented. Now we had the same team pretty much the year before, mm -hmm. but we we couldn't do it, um, and we just didn't have we didn't have that mesh, and we weren't able to put our selfish differences aside. But then that 2016 year, everybody Everything said, "Yep, everybody said, all right, like I don't like this. I I want to be out there. I'm gonna play more. I don't like this decision, but it's the team." And well, because so I, I, let's go 2010. You have, I mean, four years there of that's probably as talented of, of a volleyball team that, that has come through that didn't win. Yes, I mean, the, the Hoffmans and Sebastian, yes, and that Kenneth was a Cassidy very talented and, group as well. And they're part of that beginning of mm -hmm. the four straight. I mean, they have, they have three of yeah, they had three. They had three of them. Yes, and they they were also the group that got us to the Pac championship for the first time in school history. And not winning that day was crushing. It's because I wanted those girls that built the whole thing to get it. To get it. Yeah. And when they didn't, I mean, still I can still picture their faces. I mean, I was devastated, but more devastated. They're because again, I mean, and then you you get out of that year. Actually, two of those years, I think you come in, you're either preseason one or preseason oh, two. Yes. And that was the thing is that it was every year, like you like you said earlier, every year it was even the coaches in the conference, the other players in the conference, well, I mean, we yeah. got to go to Bethany. Like, right. We have to go to Bethany. Yes. And then, you know, the scary thing about your teams is when somebody beats you here, <laughs> it seems that when you get to their place, it's a... It's different. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not just a regular road game. It's a one hundred percent business trip of no, no, yes. no. We're here for. Remember, they beat us in, on our yes. court, and so that sixteen team. Walk. Can you walk me through the? <laughs> the I believe it's a volley this way. Yeah. And um, we had a rough start. We lost a few players the year before. Um, Julie Malk was absolutely tremendous and just played so much defense and made everybody else look mm -hmm. good. And then we had to figure out how to play, how to play without her. Um, a lot of those girls still talk about um, when we went to Carnegie Mellon and uh, I don't know if we won a game at their tournament and afterwards we had a nice big team talk. Um, it's one that definitely doesn't go down in the books. <laughs> um, I, I think they were like closing the gym down like we hadn't even showered yet and they were we were still talking but um we started to make some turns at that point um and then it was neat because um we really had our backs against the wall if we wanted to host or if we wanted to go play at Thomas Moore and I'm sure everyone knows playing at Thomas Moore for championships we've been out there enough like we know how it goes um and we knew we needed to host um, and my seniors that year hosted as freshmen and lost to Thomas Moore on our home court in five. Um, and we knew we had to host and 
what we did was we just took, we said we were going to take every single thing at a time, at one at a time. So we game had, by game. So what we game. did, we had steps. And every day I would give them a piece of paper that would say, this is the step for today. And we would talk about preparing for this team that we had to beat. And we would go all the way through. And our little motto was, um, keep your blinders on and just tunnel vision. This is what we're, we're hosting. Yep. We're gonna... yep. Don't buy into the hype. Don't listen to anything anybody's saying. Just focus. And we just racked them up. We didn't lose a game. No, there was a and run. And we ended there up hosting. A, there was one heck of a run. There was. <laughs> they wanted it. Just didn't, like, there was no... Yeah, memorable. There Very were a couple. Memorable. There were a couple games there that I showed up, I went outside, I came back in, the game was over. The whole thing. I, oh well, you're looking people. Yeah, they were fierce. We, we flipping? No, that's right. They they won. It's, it's done. Oh. They they were fierce. They they wanted it, and then when we got the host, it was it was incredible. Like that is one of the most memorable things about Bethany and the student support. The section was, was, wow. It was unbelievable. Just the families, the students, like everyone on campus came and we had a good feeling. Honestly, that might've been, so I was working at the bar at the time. And I think that's the only game in my entire time here at Bethany that I watched Chuck plug a computer. <laughs> he didn't plug the computer and I plugged the computer in. Uh, but the computer got plugged in, we pulled the link up and we watched it yeah. in the bar because obviously everybody that was going to be at the yes. bar was at the gym, right. so we had time. Right. Um, and we watched and I remember him pulling out this dusty old bottle of champagne <laughs> and was like, I've been waiting for them to win. I don't think. You came down to the bar and I was like, hey Chuck, where's that bottle of champagne? We'll talk about that. It's still sitting, it might still be sitting in the cooler where he put it. Oh. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> would recommend it. Yeah. But uh, that's the that's the side of that's my side of the PAC championship. I got to see it on. Gotcha. Um, but so that that final you're in that final set. Yeah. The what what are you as you're watching the first yeah. part of the of the play? It was um, we were in uh, the fourth set and we were up and we just needed to close out that set and we and we went in and I can remember um, Thomas Moore making a run on us and I looked at GB, my assistant at the time, and I was like, this cannot be happening. Like, this can't not be happening. Yeah. And she looked at me and she goes like, this is not going to happen. You don't need to worry about one thing. And I was like, all right, I'm not talking anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's what good assistants do. They, they tell you to do that. And well, and that goes again to that 16 team of putting it, put the blinders on, yes. calm that, calm down. Yep. And Definitely. I, I so distinctly remember that because I'm always the one to keep it together. And I was doubting a little bit. And she just pulled me right, right back in and was like, we are so prepared. Like, this is, there is no way. And then we just started run, running them off after that. And. Um, honestly, when we won, I, I hope everyone gets to experience something like this in their life that, that really puts their passion into coaching. Because if you really do, like, there's no feeling like it, especially after pushing so hard for so many years and mm -hmm. coming so close. Um, it was just, it was one of the most memorable moments of, of my life and relieving in a way. I know that sounds really well, strange, but it was like, well, you'd been, you had been, there were so many times of the, 
right on the right at the door knocking yes. at it and it would like you said i mean three three years prior to that or four years prior to that <laughs> you host the, your host you're at home yep. goes to the fifth set doesn't go the way yes um, and I'm sure it was a little, especially being that it was Thomas Moore yes. or against Thomas Moore. There's a, that added. It was amazing. Yes, it was amazing. And for my seniors, it was too. It was really awesome too, because we had some alumni there that had been a part of those teams that were that close. Um, and they were in the dog pal with all the other girls, which I thought was the coolest thing. So fast forward two years. Yeah. Um, completely different season. Totally different. Was not a, was no. not the dominant run. No. Nope. Was it by any means? I mean, by by volleyball, Bethany, by Bethany volleyball standards, it was not the no. What what everybody was expecting, right? Made the result a little bit more sweeter. Oh, that it was that's why the clipboard almost went through the floor. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know if the clipboard went through the floor, but there's definitely that was a teal, right? It was at Westminster. Oh, Westminster yes. definitely sent yes. a bill to probably. either Steve yeah, or Brian or Steve at the Steve, time. Yes. There was probably a bill. There was a scuff mark left, and yes. they weren't happy about it. But so take take yeah. me through that year. Um, so we were just a much different team, and um. 2017 was a complete rebuilding year when we lost pretty much every starter mm -hmm. with the exception of two, I believe. And we had like five seniors playing. Um, so 2017 was a little bit of a rebuilding. Um, and then 2018, I knew we were going to be very small. We weren't as physical, um, but we were very, um, we were very skilled. And that was my goal for our girls is to be the most like fundamentally sound, low error team in the conference. That okay. was the approach that we were going to take. Going with the smaller players. With the smaller just... players, right. And I mean, don't get me wrong, we had some girls that, that can play. I mean, Katie Sparks still, I believe, is probably top three outside hitters we've ever had go through the program um, and very well-rounded player too. But um, we were just different. And, uh, but they just, they just plugged along. They just plugged along. And we had some really, really good senior leadership. Um, like Riley Parker was just the glue. Mm -hmm. um, Kaylee Terry, um, Ashley had a really good year. Um, Emily Duke ended up um, coming out and starting for us um, halfway through the season, and that actually she wanted it and just provided that little bit of fire. Um, she was five three and played in the front row. And <laughs> a little bit different from what we had going on, but um, we just decided we were going to win differently, and um, we just plugged along and I we kept saying we're gonna play our best volleyball at the end of the season and I think people were actually picking us I even heard some some pack yeah. like, big wigs were mentioning us as favorites even though we were coming in as the as a three seed and uh, we just put it together at the end of the season honestly and then, so you get to get to Westminster. The football team's there. Yes, that was awesome. They came uh, in. They came in half like after the first set of our championship game. It so was you, cool. You get. You get. Now you have. A, now you have a student section a, allowed. Yeah, and I think Westminster was not happy about that. No, I would imagine not. <laughs> no. Um. And so, can you take me through the end of that game? So the the, the let's, let's go. I gotta get the spike. Yeah, yeah where, where all, all the emotion comes out, the spike happens. Well, I mean, so Westminster crushed us like three weeks ago on our home court. Mm -hmm. I mean, embarrassed us. And, um, I mean, we didn't deserve to win. They were incredible that night. And um, I think 
really the fact that we beat them so handily in three sets. Um, it, that was really like the, see, like, I we, knew we could do yeah. this. I knew we could just because we, we plugged along, but yeah, we kept, kept saying we're going to be the be at the end. We're going to be there at the end. We're going to be there at the end. Yes. Now here we are, and man. The girls believed it too. I mean, they were flawless. Like I know I've heard, you know, rumblings that Westminster has said that you know we didn't play like that all season. Well, in my opinion, it's your job to play your best volleyball in the championship game. Yeah. I mean, and um, you know, I feel that we were so flawless and so air free that they didn't know how to handle it. That is still my thoughts to this day. We picked up everything, um, we blocked, we didn't make hitting errors, we didn't make service errors, and we didn't give any, any free points. Which and comes, I mean, those at the, at, at, when you talk about a game, the, a, point, a, a point here, a point there could change the entire absolutely. outcome. Not giving away points is, is huge. It is, and volleyball is so like, momentous. So if a team goes on a three point three four point run, there's a lot of times that team is gonna pull is gonna pull ahead. Yeah. So if you're just giving up three points to the other team, it's not helping. It's not helping at all. Um, and that was something we really were working on. It would be really interesting to go back and see exactly how many three points we gave up. So I can use it as an example now <laughs> going forward. So. Uh, so then the 2019 season, the season just ended. Yeah. Um, what's talk about what what happened with yeah it was um it was rough at the beginning um I think a lot of it was um losing a lot of our senior leadership mm -hmm. honestly with just we had a lot of four-year starters um it was there was just such a blue and then this year honestly we were very very talented um we sometimes I almost think maybe we might have had a little too much talent in a way I know that sounds kind of strange but um Maybe got a little overconfident with it. Couldn't understand why we weren't winning. Um, and then just started maybe forcing certain yes, things. Yes, we were, we were definitely forcing things. Um, and we were frustrated with, well, we're this talented. Everyone's telling us how talented we are. Why aren't we winning? Mm -hmm. um, so we really broke it down and, you know, kind of stopped worrying about winning so much and worried more about getting better. Um, and it, we really did start to turn the corner. I mean, at, towards the end, um, I mean, we were rolling off conference games. Um, we still ended up at the three at the three seed. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, Grove City came to play. And that it almost seems the the what you said about what happened in eighteen to Westminster from you guys. Yes. Almost came back and and was Grove. I mean, Grove City was just. Yes. I, I mean, I was at the game. A lot of the the people on their bench just seemed like they were happy to be there. They, they were. There was no. If we lose, well. Yes. And they went out and played with without a care. It yep. was just let's go play. Yep. And and they they did make a little. Did they did they win their next? Um, I don't think they won the next one, but they were matched up against Geneva, who I personally thought had a really good shot mm -hmm. of winning the the whole thing. Um, but Grove City beat people all year. Um, we had beat them twice in the regular season, which was a little bit upsetting but to be honest both were five set matches mm -hmm. we just us in grove city we just matched up interesting together we it was always a battle yeah. this year and um you know they they got a new coach um he is he is doing great things with with their program big change coming for that whole yes and the culture in there the culture is completely different um so i think that uh 
that may have been a good thing for us in a way. I, I do have so many young players mm -hmm. that I think it was a good lesson for them and to add some fire um, to them for this, this coming year. Almost, look, we struggled. We still got the three seed. We rolled, we, we ran off some, a lot of yes. these conference wins, hosted a team that gave us struggles. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, maybe not the Thomas More thing where they get, they meet you in the championship, but right. it, it'll be nice next year to mm -hmm. back on the floor. And for a lot of the girls, have Grove City is probably one of the I'm games sure they circled. Do. They um, do. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that they do. It's the conference is also just getting so much stronger than it was. There used to be such a top and bottom. Well, it was what you, Thomas More, St. Vincent, Gene Geneva, Westminster. Then the next group down would be like the St. Mm -hmm. Vincent, but um, Grove City, but. Everyone this year was taking games off of everybody. Um, you know, Teal is really up and coming. Um, it, it's it's just anybody's. It's really anybody's and that's, game. That's that athletics over. wide for the PAC. Mm -hmm. I and mean, the conferences are just kind of balanced. You don't have a, a perennial no. power. It's a yes. It's a very open conference going into every season. Yes. Um, so going into 2020, um, recruitment wise, obviously. It, it was it affected by what happened? Um, possibly some. Um, I, I didn't. We got. We have a good class mm -hmm. coming in. So don't get me wrong. We have a good class. I mean, definitely a couple standouts in there. I think honestly, maybe a freshman of the year in there. Um, we'll wait. We'll wait and see. But um, I uh, <laughs> just put that tally mark over there. Possibly, but I, if she works hard, I think there's a really strong possibility. Um, I didn't get to go to all the recruiting events that I usually got to go to, um, where you can really find a lot of this, like specific, the gems and the, yes. the smaller, maybe they didn't get recruited, but yes. Oh, I wonder who's talking to them. And, exactly. And there's still in volleyball, there's still a lot of those kids out there in March, April, even early May. And, um, usually I was able to kind of capitalize on that. But unfortunately, I didn't get to do that this year. So we had to honestly go to a lot more online, you know, NCSA and field level um, to find to find some um, recruits that way. Um, we did end up finding some good good kids that way. Um, any transfers or? or um, we have one transfer coming. Is um, that the girl we maybe had talked about off no, that did that? No, yeah. she um, she is from um, a junior college in Illinois. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so um, she actually, uh, I don't know if you remember Jordan Barton, who was um, my GA mm -hmm. a while ago. Um, she helped Jordan coach club team. Um, out there, and so Jordan introduced me to her, and she will be joining us for this year. So she still has two years left. Now, is there for you? Is there a region that you do you focus in? The, do you try to get an OVAC player? Um, you try to go up to the Whippy Hole, like try to try stay tri-state, or is it? I really try to recruit Ohio, um, Indiana mm -hmm. a lot. The volleyball is really strong there. Um, I do look at Virginia a good bit. Um, I. Whippeal isn't something I strongly recruit, um, but that doesn't mean I don't have Whippeal kids, but I, I it's don't. It's just not a. It's not my, like, focus. Not to say I won't go to some stuff in Pittsburgh yeah. because it's so close. Um, but the, the strength of volleyball in, like, Ohio and Indiana is. is just a, a, above. It is. Then. It's very strong. Um and we do have a few um, outliers. Um, I have looked at uh, Texas a little bit more. 
Um, we do have one, uh, Brooke is from Texas. She'll be a sophomore this year. Um, I've looked at a few other kids down there too. Um, but specifically there's not like a certain school that I do, but I, I have looked, um, I am starting to look at the OVAC kids a little bit more because volleyball and the strength is it's getting picking up. picking up around okay. here. Um, I mean, Sydney Snyder, um, if she's freshman of the year, she's a Steubenville kid. Um, so I do try to look local, um, and you know, see if there is some natural talent around here. Cause you don't want to miss a Sydney Snyder. That's no, for sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, let's see. So we got the recruitment class out of the way. Uh, what is the projection for you guys to come back when you guys come back for camp? Uh, um, is there a, is there a hard set date on for you specifically? Because I, I don't know. I know there's like the tenth. There's not. I, classes are beginning on the tenth. Um, a lot is still in the up up in the air with when we can start practice okay. and um, if there's going to be any schedule changes at all. So. We are really still trying to figure some things out. So. Which I, everybody is kind of just yes. in this. Yeah, fall sports are, I think there's could be some changes. No fans um, possibly. Ugh, I hope not, but it's possible. And so I'm just waiting to hear, and all of us, um, you know, we do like pack volleyball coaches meetings occasionally. All of us just say, we want to play a season. We want to play as much as we can, but we understand we understand that. and we just want to get to play and the kids want to get to play too so that's our plan <laughs> so we talked about your the, the 70 players that are all academic yeah in your time yeah um, kind of talk about the program and the the student athlete side of that the right. go to class the and I, mean, I think the grades this year were like a I mean, you were, Team grade was like a three two or three three or it was actually three six. Okay, well, I, I don't know what that looks like. So I, I never saw one of those. So yeah, this this past semester um, with the online classes too, um, the girls ended up getting a, a three six something. Um, so I was very very proud of that. But um, I mean, I feel that overall it is just a focus of our team. Um, I personally, um, and I know this is felt different ways on campus, but I do not force things upon the girls. Um, I have really the mentality that they're so busy being student athletes. I want them to learn how to time manage themselves. Um, they're going to have their things they have to do. They're going to check in with me about their grades. I'm going to get their grades, but unless they are truly struggling and i think they need the structure um you know we don't we don't do study, study hours tables um, like that. you know they don't have to you know sign in with professors and, and things like that and i'm not taking anything away from any other coach that does that i everyone's teams are different and each coach knows their team um but traditionally with us if it isn't broke don't fix, don't it. fix it and um, we sit down at the beginning of every year and I tell them I'm gonna treat them like adults as long as they act like adults. And if they don't, then they're gonna have to come meet with me. And I think that scares some of them. So. <laughs> scared me. We had to have a meeting when I was in class with you. Well, I didn't show up to Actually, class. I do remember that. I got an email that said, I need to talk to I you. I do, I remember. I know you've been here for a long time, but I need I to talk to you. You have to, you have to come to class. Like, <laughs> You do. Yeah. I was also petrified that Jan was going to be in that meeting, so that was going to get you and Jan, that and I been. didn't know how to. I, I <laughs> still one of those things that I'm glad I, I've only run into you guys together one time, and that was something that I scheduled. 
Oh, I remember that. And, yeah. And and ever since then, I've never run into you both in the yeah. same spot. And that was fun, wasn't it? We had a good time. I thought that was cool. I wasn't. I was behind the camera. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> you two talk. I'm just gonna be right here. Um. So. Is it too early to ask what the expectation is going into 2020? I mean, with the season being up in the air. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's something on my mind and it's something I'm, you know, really starting to get together. Um, I know the girls are um, talking a lot amongst themselves about um, some goals. That was one thing we did during um, our online classes was we did meet as a team online okay. on Zoom and talked a lot, a lot about what our goals are. Um, so all of the girls were able to share a little bit about that. Um, I think really we obviously, you know, want to be able to host a playoff game. I would say that is a very good goal to have. Mm -hmm. um, we, of course, want to win a conference. Um, I'm going to be honest, we're going to have to work very, very hard to get there. Um, with the just the way the conference is, like we just talked about, with how competitive it is getting, um, we are definitely going to have to work hard, make changes quickly, adapt quickly, and um, really uh, just be ready to get out of our comfort zone if we want to get near either of those goals. Um, we do have some very good talent um, returning, but we've lost some, I mean, Katie Sparks, four-year starter, um, Rachel Ganser, Lindsay Llewellyn, um, there was just a very big Core. That again was that glue that yes. was the uh, the leader the, the senior leadership yes that were and were vocal yes that when somebody's or or maybe their own mm -hmm. they were able to point it out and do it to each other and say right ah. exactly so we need new leaders to rise up um, and you know I have to be on top of my game as coach obviously get them prepared. Um, once we figure out what's going on, it'll be easier to see now, what that's going to look like. Now, scheduling, I know you for a long time you've done the Mount Union tournament at yes. the beginning of the year. Or I don't know if it's a tournament, we, but yeah. you go out there. Right. We've started going to Case Western instead of that one. Okay. Um, which we, we've gone there for, I think this is our, this would be our second year so going to that one. Are the, is that part of the thing that has to come together is the non-conference? Yes. How to travel, where you're going to be able to go. Yes. And, Right, and we we don't really know anything of yet. of that. Yes. It's, or, I think and it's Nick, not just our conference. It's well, Nick talked everyone. about Case and Carnegie Mellon and how they're they travel to Chicago, and, mm -hmm. and, and I'm assuming we're, you got to assume that right now that's probably not going to be the be case because you don't want people. Mm -hmm. um, so my last question, last thing, what would you tell somebody that's maybe never been to Bethany again as you came here and so fell in love with the the place, um, town as a whole, college. Um, what would, how would you describe the the Bethany experience? That one Bethany mentality. Um, I guess I would say that it's very unique, um, and if you give it a chance, uh, you and allow yourself, uh, don't resist it. No, you gotta, you gotta enjoy that. You gotta go, you gotta go for it. Um, Get out on the trails, get to the yes. get to a volleyball game, a go, football game. Go outside, like do things. Look go to Wheeling. Go you know, go to the Go out to the lake, Castleman Lake. Yes. I mean you're we're talking just close here, but Yes. You're right, Wheeling. You go down to Wellsburg, go over to Steubenville for, for the stuff. Do do the trips that, that the school has. Um, you know, it's funny, I was talking to my team, um, one year I 
in the off season, I made the girls each week they had to do something off of a list that I made for them. That it's were, like a bonding yes, team. and they had to do something like go, you know, go to the hub and get, you know, As a, a coffee. Okay. Like, go, you got to make a trip to the Highlands. Like, you've got to go do something with. And with that's more or less just to get out get, of get out. Get out of your go. room. Yes, get out of your room. But um, we were talking about it this year, and I had at least five or six girls on my team that never didn't even know what the Highlands was. So. That is my. That's a long. That's a long time to spend. I mean, I, look, I love Bethany, but that's a long time to spend here and not. Yes. Not go anywhere. I I know, and I, know. I guess that is what I would say: is get involved in the community, get involved, even if you're not the most outgoing person in the world, you can really love this place if you just allow yourself to. So. And it becomes a special place it once does. you once you get past that. Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere. Yes. But there's so much more to like. This is your nowhere. Exactly, and there's a ton of other people here with you in it. Um, I know, like, the girls that have graduated in the past, like, 90% of them absolutely loved their experience here, wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, and it's interesting, I actually had one player this year um, that she wanted to go home for the first, like, four months, five months. All she talked about was transferring, you know, that's, that's all it was. Um, and uh, it's interesting. How much you can't wait to come back now. Well, it's another thing for, you brought up some of your your seniors. This senior class has seen so many things. (laughs) They have. Bubba's Bubba's gone. Boomer's gone. Senior year was gone. I know. They just got everything kind of. They really did. They got two pack championships, though. They did. They did. I remind them of that. So, I mean, give and take. Exactly. Give and take. Uh, well, Coach, thank you very much. I appreciate having you on. Thank you. Uh, we're going to probably try to do this again more once we have a better picture of the season, yes. and that'll be specifically preview. Probably okay. one part. We'll do a half hour, and just um, I got to talk to Erica, and hopefully maybe okay. I can get a work a player into that yeah. as well, captain, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but thank well, you very much. Yeah, thank you. Um, I am Carla Guadagnino. This was Coach Courtney Klein from the volleyball team here at Bethany College, and uh, this is Dingo Talk. We'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Harry Chambers, and you've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk with your host, Carlo Guadagnino, from Bethany, West Virginia, home of Chambers General Store, where you can stop in Monday through Friday, 6A to 5P, or on Saturday, 6A to noon, and pick up one of our famous $1 sandwiches or try one of our exciting daily lunch specials. We also offer hot breakfast sandwiches, and fresh sausage biscuits and gravy all day long. So next time you're through Bethany, stop in and see us. Say hello to my little friend!